imagine descending from the clouds and landing in Hawaii and Honolulu and you get off the airplane, you're greeted with hula dancers and skirts doing a coordinated dance. A lei is placed around your neck. You can almost smell the sea air already. You're there. You're in Hawaii. Think about descending from the clouds in Japan. You're landing in Tokyo and well-dressed people greet you upon arrival and bow towards you with a greeting specifically for you and a small gift. Think about landing in New Zealand, where locals dance the haka for you and perform that amazing routine. Think about India. In New Delhi, a garland is placed over your neck upon arrival. In Scotland, bagpipes are played when you arrive. In Mexico, a mariachi band welcomes you. You're not just landing at an airport, you're enveloped into a whole new culture. Think about Omaha. You descend from the clouds. You see those rolling hills, the river. You land. What should we see? What does it mean? They're putting a lot of money into redoing Epley. I think we need some thought about what it means to land in Omaha. And what I'd like to see is a group of six, seven, eight morbidly obese people in Husker t-shirts that are two sizes too tight with a tray full of runzas. You've arrived. You're in Omaha. Welcome. Get your seat backs in the upright position. Please put your tray table up and buckle your seat belts. We're about to improve upon Epley's improvement plan today on Omapod. estate of Eugene Epley, an Omaha hotel magnate, left $1 million to Omaha Municipal to ready it for jet aircraft arrival, and in 1960, one year later, for that $1 million, it was named in honor of Mr. Epley. Now, all these years later, for $1 billion, and over the course of four years, they're going to do a number of improvements to the amenities and create one single unified concourse and a centralized security checkpoint and restaurants and some elevators and modernized restrooms. You can go to buildoma.com. I'll link to it on the newsletter side so you can check that out. It's a well-done presentation. There's a video. There's a nice website. It breaks it all down. And it's fine. It's unassuming. It's nothing spectacular. It gets the job done. It's quintessential Omaha. But that's not enough anymore. And I think we need to take it to the next level. For one thing, we're so unassuming. It's really technically not even an airport. <laughs> we don't want to go that far. We're still at airfield. And the other thing I find funny is, you know, all this talk about oh, could it become an international airport? And it's like, how about we become an airport first? But I know on some of the stuff, they say OMA airport. And so it almost seems like they're laying the groundwork for that. But the amenities and the pictures, it's funny. We're, again, talking about a billion-dollar project here and what they've got as a newsstand and a Starbucks kiosk. <laughs> and doesn't explain a whole lot else. So I've got... 
again, I don't like to criticize without uh, having a number of other options and ideas. So I've got a few here. Already dropped that legendary one in the beginning on how we should arrive here. It's our home. We know what's up with it. But a lot of people have mistaken impressions of people who live on the coasts or in other bigger cities. It's like they think it's all cornfields. And as I said, when you descend and see it from a plane, it does look different than people expect. It's cool. But what if we had literally a cornfield there or a corn maze, M-A-I-Z-E, where you could leave the airport? This is for visitors now, not for us. And maybe for the first time in your life, actually be in a cornfield. This would be great for Instagram, for TikTok videos. It could be a maze. It could just be an actual field. People want to go cow tipping. Let's let them do it. We can have actual cows out there. Omaha beef, Omaha steaks. There's a sponsorship tie-in. And that would be just something that can kill time for them. Another idea I have, our weather is terrible here. We know that. I think we should be able to let just average civilians, the average person who's maybe killing time before a flight or has a layover or whatever, I want at Epley for people to be able to just go out and de-ice planes. Not alone, but help with the crew. How fun would that be? I'd love to do that. It looks like a blast. Put on one of those hazmat suits, get a hose of that thing, and just let it rip. It's supervised, of course, and that someone from the airlines would approve it, but why can't we de-ice the planes? I think that would be a huge hook. Uh, people be driving from Chicago here just to do it. It'd be almost like a video game or something. A full experience that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Now, they're already finishing a project with the parking and the concourse. One of the things I always liked about Epley is you could tell from the street how screwed you might be by how many people you can see at some of the check-ins there, just mad crowds, and you can see it from the street, whereas many other airports you have to go inside to just know how bad things are. But the canopies are going to be over the pickup and drop-off, and that's a great idea to protect you from the elements and it's something that's needed down there that they're working on. But these days, I think maybe we need to expand on that. Perhaps, I don't know if you've ever been up to Blair, but there's a couple of the car dealerships have got like their entire lot covered, I guess, due to hail damage and that type of thing, obviously. This is a radical concept where we canopy everything on the whole premises except for the runway itself. But this is outside to protect the crew, to protect people outside, not just from the elements, but from parts falling off a Boeing 737 MAX 9 or whatever their next iteration is. You can just never be too safe. But wouldn't that tell the staff and the crew and the baggage folks, hey, you're important. We're putting a canopy over everything out there except the actual runway so that you're safe. We care about people here. This is going to be a controversial idea, but I think it's got a lot of potential. I think at the new Epley, we should bring smoking back. Yes, smoking, not vaping. Smoking cigarettes, you look cooler when you do it. You just do. 
And what if we allowed smoking everywhere? It's going against the grain. It's a little controversial, a little out there, I know, as all great ideas are. And this is for kids, too. The governor or the mayor, whomever gives a special thing, everybody can smoke. And people would go out of their way to come to Omaha if you could just smoke everywhere. I'm talking the restrooms, the restaurants, outside, under the canopies, inside, though, as the main part of this. How incredible would that be? It would be like going back to the 50s or something. And if they want to vape, they can, too. This is something that I think is going to go viral, so everybody get ready. We ought to create something here. I call it the Mile Low Club, and it's a... <laughs> It's underneath the runway. It's tunneled down a mile underground. There's a club there. And I have to be honest, I'm not exactly sure what happens because everyone's always talking about the Mile High Club. But every time I ask a stewardess what that is and if I can join it, I get slapped. So it must be something. I'm not exactly sure. But we ought to have the Mile Low Club. So you could come there and do whatever and boy, everyone around the world would want to come to Omaha for that. You had the layover, that's the lay under, folks. I think there ought to be gambling allowed only on whose luggage comes out first. Kramer on Seinfeld did what you could gamble and legally fight. You could fight for better position. You'd have to challenge someone first, not just deck them or anything, but almost like a duel. You could challenge someone to a fight for a better position to who gets their luggage first. Think of the TikTok videos that would come from this. It would be incredible. People think, oh, it's Nebraska nice. Everyone's super friendly. What if we were allowed to insult an Iowan immediately after you got off the plane? <laughs> whether for their driving, whether for whatever... I just think we ought to have an Iowan on call that's allowed to be insulted. As we get off the plane, we'd all feel better, relieve that stress. They'd get paid. They'd get paid. It's and That's their job. We all got one. And that would just be something a little different. One thing I never understood is that just that off-at-runway project where they had to send all the Air Force jets and everything to Lincoln for 18 months... It took 18 months and $172 million to build a runway. How can that be? If the runway is $172 million, <laughs> how can anything be built is my question. I still don't get it. I don't know construction, obviously, but isn't it like, can we get a couple cement trucks out there and <laughs> do it in a couple days? I just, it's, what is, that's a whole other podcast. But we need to think bigger. We need to be cutting edge. And one of the things where I think I'm up on the current trends, I follow everything pretty closely, but I think we need to get in early on this crypto thing. Perhaps it's all crypto at the airport. What I've done, and again, I'm ahead of my time, but I put all of my money into this crypto thing, this FTX. I think this is going to really take off. This Sam Bankman Freed knows what he is doing. I haven't been watching the news like Buffett taught us. I just put it in and don't worry about it. But wait, my producer is telling me something about this. What? Oh, my.